Welcome to the Princess and the Bee podcast, the place to be to build your empire as queen of your body, business, and life. I'm your host, Kimberly Spencer, founder of crownyourself.com, and I'm an award-winning coach, Amazon best-selling author, and multi-passionate entrepreneur. Each week, I give you the systems, strategies, and success stories to help you master your mindset, communicate with ease, and triple your productivity so you make the income and the impact you deserve. Imagine this podcast as your weekly spark of inspiration as you take it to the next level with all the bees of your life, body, business, bank account, boys, and babies. Let's make it rain. Good morning, Princess and the Beers. So today... I was so excited because I just finished the chapter in my book, Mindful Meals, How to Dethrone Food Fears and Reign in a Body that Rules on Trojan Horses. Because in my metaphorical crown yourself universe, I have uh, a metaphor of how I perceive the world of your body is your palace, your kingdom is your business, it's your family, it's all the things that you are directly ruling, and your empire is your impact. Now, we're all very familiar, if you've studied history at all, you know about Helena of Troy and the Trojan horses. And there are three Trojan horses that I talk about in the book, but they are applicable outside of just your body. In fact, they're applicable to every single part of your life. And I felt like it was so necessary to come on this podcast and not read you a chapter because you'll be able to read the book very shortly. It comes out on September 4th. But to share with you about what these Trojan horses are, what are the benefits that they have, and why they are in your kingdom in the first place. Because what a Trojan horse is, it's basically a secondary gain. So every belief that we have, even the negative ones, they're there for a reason. They have some sort of benefit. So Trojan horses are basically a subconscious psychological advantage, and it occurs secondary to a stated problem. So you may have a belief like, I am not enough, or I am fat, or I am whatever, insert whatever negative belief you have. Um, I don't like going into them too much. But you have these beliefs that are preventing you from moving forward. And yet, why are they still there? Like every belief is serving you in some way. They are not there for just no reason. Your unconscious mind does want to please you. And so it it is there for a purpose. So the three Trojan horses as to why these beliefs are there, these lim- self-limiting beliefs are basically disguised as Trojan horses. So they can invade your kingdom. They can take over your mind and your body and your business and cause self-sabotage and other issues. Or you can deconstruct the Trojan horse and kick out all the invaders of that belief and then use that wood to rebuild and create magic. But you first have to know what you're deconstructing and why you're deconstructing it and recognize the Trojan horses for being what they are. So the three Trojan horses that there are are safety, connection, and acknowledgement. Every belief that even if it's self-limiting, even if it's negative, 
it comes down to being of benefit in one of these three ways or in a combination of all of these. So for example, when I was bulimic and I struggled with seeing my body in a positive way, that perception of my body, of my body being fat and not pretty and never enough and never skinny enough and all all those negative beliefs. Those beliefs were actually very, very powerful and purposeful for me because they were keeping me safe. My unconscious mind was protecting me from recognizing the deep-seated emotional problems that I was having at home living in the household of an addict and a codependent mother. And while my parents are amazing, they do have, they did have their problems. They still do. Um, fortunately, though, oh, fortunately, though, they are um, no longer. <laughs> my dad is no. My alarm totally threw me off. Uh, my my dad has been sober for the past three years, and my mom has been actively practicing and reprogramming her formerly codependent self. So I'm super proud of them. But that old, those old beliefs when I was bulimic and when I was struggling as a, as a teenager through that, all those beliefs were keeping me safe. They were allowing me to not look at those really, really repressed emotions and, and, and bad memories from my past that, that were almost like too much. So if, because that's the thing, is your unconscious mind, it represses memories with really strong negative emotions for your safety. It does that because it loves you. It does that because it wants you to survive. And sometimes when you're not in a place that's like consciously able to deal with it, then those memories are repressed until you're at a place in your life where you're able to deal with it. Sometimes this is a year. Sometimes this is decades. Sometimes people don't deal with it for their entire lifetime. But it's important to you as a self-aware queens and kings who are listening to this podcast that you are aware of the Trojan horse of safety that each of the self-limiting, that your own self-limiting beliefs can have. So how is your belief, how is your, whatever belief that it is, whatever belief that it is holding you back right now, maybe it's your belief that you're not smart enough. Maybe it's the belief that you have to prove yourself. Maybe it's the belief that because of this thing in your past, maybe you uh, got arrested or maybe you uh, failed college or were a dropout, um, join the club. <laughs> Not that I got arrested. I did I did drop out of college two weeks before I was supposed to start. Um, but whatever that belief is that's caused you to either overcompensate or focus in some other area, look at that belief and how has that belief kept you safe? The second Trojan horse is connection. So you've heard the phrase that misery loves company. And it does, because if you look at the word commiserate, and this is why I love breaking down language, commiserate is this calm, that prefix is the same calm that's used in community. And miser is, you know, misery. And eight is like, I just feel like you, when you're commiserating, you're eating up misery with other people. And the problem is, is that Sometimes when people say something negative and are talking about something negative in the form of guilt or shame or blame, then that 
can create a sense of community because we all have, we are innately wired to connect with other people. Like that is our hardwiring for survival. So when you are, so even though connecting, even though you can be connecting over something that's not great, you're still connecting. And so that feeds that hardwiring of like our need for survival. So one of the things that I have seen is, for example, one of my clients was struggling with her coworkers, uh, with their boss. And their boss was, in her words, tyrannical. And her coworkers and her would all commiserate around, you know, what the boss did and and oh my goodness, this all this crap is happening and this this is like a dictatorship and this is like really abusive and 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 it was a very toxic environment but their commiserating enhanced that toxicity while it made them feel connected in the form of like we need to survive and stick together at the same time it continued to perpetuate the the misery that was in the office environment and the thing is is that your unconscious mind takes everything personally so when you're talking about someone else your unconscious mind is hearing that and thinking that that's what either it wants you to do or that it's talk that you're talking about yourself. So just know that when you're talking, so even though consciously you know that you're talking about someone else, your unconscious mind doesn't. And it's taking it personally and it's going off of your language and the feelings behind what you're saying and it's feeding that within yourself. So it's continuing to reinforce those self-limiting beliefs and those connections that are rooted in negative emotions like guilt, shame, and blame. So that that is why connection is a very strong Trojan horse, which is why when you look at the self-limiting beliefs that are holding you back right now, how are those in some way keeping you connected? Because as, as many of you know, and you've heard it said, and science has, has proved it, like five ways from Sunday, that you are most like the five people you surround yourself with. Well, the connection, it's not just its not just about the people that you're connecting with on a daily basis. It can be the podcasters you listen to. It can be the, the news that you listen to on your daily commute. It can be, it can be many, many different sources. It can be your, your parents. It can be that crappy voice in your head that's telling you lies like you're not enough and blah, 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 and all that 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 crappy stuff that that inner critic says. I don't even, meh, meh. It's just, uh. <laughs> I it, it literally, like, saying those things out loud, um, those, <laughs> those self-limiting beliefs, like, I just, like, automatically, like, combat it. So it's just, like, an unconscious thing where I'm just, like, Ugh. I don't even like Ugh, saying it because it just, ugh. But just look at any self-limiting belief that you have right now that you feel is holding yourself back and look at how is it allowing you to feel connected. So maybe that belief that you're not smart enough is allowing you to feel connected because you constantly are going into joining other programs or other um, uh listening to other webinars or other things. And it's allowing you to tap into a community of people who are continuously growing. However, it's stemming from that belief that's rooted in fear that you're not enough, that you're not smart enough. So look at how is that belief serving you and 
if that was, if you held a different belief, how could you still receive the same connection? Not the same connection because it wouldn't be the same because you wouldn't have the negative connotation behind it on an energetic level, but how could you receive deeper connection? How could you actually enhance that connection if you changed the way that you were connecting? So instead of gossiping about someone or Continue per, continuing to perpetuate those negative conversations. Instead, you could be the change in your own life and for your friends. You could start talking about something else. I had one friend who she just became a Pilates instructor and she was very, very excited for this. And she was being surrounded in a community that she started to recognize, oh my gosh, these people bash their bodies daily. And she was like, I'm not going to even participate in the conversation. So what she did was she switched the conversation that she was having to when other when her fellow instructors and the fellow employees of the studio would start saying, oh, I don't like my shoulders or oh, I don't like that or they don't like whatever about themselves. She'd be like, oh, my gosh, yes. You may not like that, but oh, look at your abs. Like, girl, your hair is phenomenal. And like, she would just shower them with radical, shower them with compliments and apparently stomach growth, <laughs> like stomach hunger. That was my tummy rumbling, if you could hear that. So that is a super powerful way that you can start connecting on a different level. So you can start disconnecting from the conversation. It's not necessarily disconnecting from the people. It's shifting the conversation that you're having with these people. Maybe it is. Like for me, I did disconnect from the news. I said, you know, I'm not liking who I am surrounding myself with the constant blame game and shilt, uh, shilt, shame, blame game and guilt gate, blame, shame, and guilt game. There we go. Blame, shame, and guilt game that the news has on both sides. I was like, I'm not liking this. It's, it's, I, it's always somebody else's fault rather than taking ownership. So I wasn't liking that conversation. So I disconnected from the news because of that connection. What it's allowed me to do is that connection has that dis, by disconnecting out of the news, I have actually had deeper connections with people, with my clients, with my husband. Like we, we get to talk about really amazing growth things about where we want to go and our vision and our purpose and how we can serve rather than focusing on blaming or being feeling guilty or feeling shame around something that we don't frankly yet have the, the control over. Like, it's just, we don't. So I prefer to focus on what I can control. And what I could control was disconnecting from the news and connecting into my, my, my most important relationships, which are with Declan and Spike. And the third Trojan horse is acknowledgement. And this is a thing that, that I learned from my mentor, Brendan Bouchard, that everybody wants to be feet everybody wants to feel acknowledged, appreciated, respected, and understood. Every single person on the planet, they want to feel acknowledged, appreciated, respected, and and understood. Sometimes though, the, there is a benefit of staying where you are with the self-limiting beliefs that you have, with those Trojan horses, those secondary benefits that you get from those self-limiting beliefs, because you receive that tension. Even though it's negative, you may get sympathy for your struggle. So for example, when I was bulimic and I had the belief that I was fat, I was never 
uh, scientifically categorized as fat. I had a bit of a muffin top when I was a teenager, but I was never scientifically like obese or overweight. But I was of the belief that I was fat. And so this is something that I do go deeper into into my book, which is available for pre-order should you feel so inclined. And that will be in the description. So if you want to if you want to pre-order it and get get more juicy tips like this like and strategies on how to reprogram your mindset around your body, go and pre-order it cuz the pre-orders are rocking. Um that being said, when I was of that belief system that I was fat, I would say things like, oh, oh my God, today I feel so fat. And I would get acknowledgement from my girlfriends in a positive way. They would be like, oh my God, Kim, no, you're not. You're beautiful. You're gorgeous. Like, I wish I had your curves. I wish I had your butt, whatever. And I would get positive acknowledgement. The problem was that positive acknowledgement reinforced the belief that in order to get that acknowledgement, I had to maintain the belief that I was fat. I had to maintain that belief that was self-limiting. So what it did is it reinforced it. So what it allowed, what by acknowledging how I then reprogrammed this was I had to look at, okay, is it ultimately true that if I, if I let go of this belief that I wouldn't receive acknowledgement, is it ultimately true that if I if I no longer believe that I was fat, that I wouldn't receive compliments? Oh heck no. In fact, it was so not it was so opposite of true because I received compliments regularly, as I'm sure you do too. And when I would receive compliments, I would turn them down. I would, I would diffuse the compliments. I would say, somebody say, oh my God, you look so nice today. And I'd be like, oh yeah, but you know, I feel fat. And apparently hungry, if you can hear my stomach rumbling. <laughs> but I would, I would say something that would totally diffuse a compliment. It would not only diffuse a compliment, but it would basically throw it back in the person's face and be like, no, what, you know what, you're wrong. Cause that's not, that's not right. Like, oh, I'm glad you think that I'm pretty, but I think I'm fat, so let me let me just share let me share that with you and tell you basically that you're wrong, which is very disrespectful. And if you can't take a compliment, let me know and we'll do a whole podcast episode on how to receive compliments because that was a that was a journey for me to be able to accept and receive compliments regularly and be able to really receive them and embody them and see them inside myself versus saying, oh, yeah, but, you know, um, oh, yeah, but I had a cookie at lunch, so, or, oh, yeah, oh, oh, you look so nice today. Oh, well, you know, and these old things, those, that was, that was how I operated regularly because I was of the belief that I was fat. The problem was, is once, once I looked at that belief and I was like, okay, I'm getting acknowledgement that's positive acknowledgement when I say something like I'm fat and I'm not acknowledging the the compliments that I am getting because I have this belief. What if I didn't have that belief? What if I didn't believe that anymore about myself? What if I believe that I'm getting stronger and fitter and healthier every day? What if I believed instead that I am 
I am consciously working on eating and healing my relationship with food every day? What if I believed instead that I am feeling amazing and am totally loved and supported? What if I believe that instead so that I could actually recognize the 80% of times that I get compliments out of the blue and receive those compliments rather than having to like egg other people on to get acknowledgement, to get to get the acknowledgement of who I am by by saying something like I'm fat. So I want you to look at what what are the Trojan horses that you are dealing with in your life, the secondary gains, those benefits that you're getting from the beliefs that you have currently. What be, what are the benefits? And, and like I said in the beginning, this it can be a combination of the three. You can be getting all three. You can be getting safety and connection and acknowledgement. And a lot of times the acknowledgement and the connection go hand in hand because you're, it's allowing you to connect with other people because they are acknowledging you or your struggle or or your belief or, or the opposite of that belief. But look at what are those Trojan horses and and how are they serving you? Every habit, every belief you have, everything you're doing currently is serving you in some way, even if it's not serving your highest and best good. It's still serving you in some way. It's giving you safety. It's giving you connection. It's giving you acknowledgement. My eating disorder served me because it protected me from really painful, repressed memories with lots of negative emotions that I wasn't prepared to deal with. My food habits got me acknowledgement. They got me connection from with my parents. My parents paid more attention to me because I had these weird eating things. So look at what are the what are the habits and beliefs that are, what are the Trojan horses that are are living currently in your life and how can you shift them? And for more help and tips on that, you can email me at info at crownyourself.com. If you love this episode and you're like, oh my goodness, I realize these are my Trojan horses, please email me. I love hearing from you. Or DM me on Instagram at crownyourselfnow. I love hearing from you so much. And if you love this episode, please, please, please leave a review in iTunes and let me know what you think. Let me know. And lastly, if you are really into this episode and you're like, oh my gosh, the Trojan horse thing rocked my world. I, I really need this for my body. Then please pre-order my book, Mindful Meals. Over the course of the summer, I will be releasing segments and chapters to my pre-orders so that you get them first before they even come out and are available to the public on September 4th. So that being said, if that feels right for you, click the link below in the description, pre-order your copy, Mindful Meals, How to Dethrone Food Fears and Reign in a Body that Freaking Rules, even though the freaking's not in the title, but I added it in for emphasis. So just know that your reign is now on your throne, mind your business, and let's make it rain. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If what you heard resonated with you, be sure to subscribe and share your breakthroughs and ahas with me by leaving a review on iTunes so I can keep the magic flowing your way. And if you aren't already following us on social media, come experience the extra inspiration and queenly convos on Instagram at crownyourselfnow or visit our website at crownyourself.com. 
I am so excited to connect with you in the next episode. And in the meantime, go out there and create a body, business, and life that rules.